So these guys, this group, they call themselves the Infinite Plane Society. Sometimes they, there's a lot of penguin usage, right? They actually know how to do spiritual warfare online. They're good at it. They're trained in it. IPS is just showing the truth. Yeah, back to the Infinite Plane Society. The Autohoker Revolution. So that is the Auto Hoax Revolution by MVP, the Hardware Vandal. It's John LeBond coming to you from beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria, where outside I think it's about four degrees, raining. And the forecast is for rain for the next four days, but I'm not complaining because we've had beautiful weather for the last four weeks. Unseasonably warm weather, if you don't mind. So a few days of rain isn't going to kill anybody, you wouldn't think. And today we're talking about this conspiracy of the 15-minute City. Have you guys been hearing about this? For the last, I want to say, two, maybe three weeks, I've been hearing and reading different people in the alternative conspiracy truth realm talking about this 15-minute city. The 15-minute city, like it's some big problem. And whenever I notice different people in this corner of the internet all talking about the same thing, I think to myself, who is behind this? Who is seeding this meme? And I think I might have gotten to the bottom of it. So today we're going to take a look at this 15-minute city theory, the 15-minute city conspiracy theory as well. We'll take a look at your comments in the live stream chat, and we'll take a look at some of the research that I've put together. And of course, we're reading out the comments from this Conspiracy No Poll thread, which was started by Big Lentil just about 24 hours ago. Lots of comments in there already. Yes, indeed. So we've got a lot to talk about, but why don't we go and check in with the live stream chat. Who's in there right now? Well, we've got quite a few people from all around the world tuning in. We've got Nathan Oakley is here. He's always the first in the room, isn't he? Clockwork 113. Infinite Plains Society is there as well. Cubstar, Wandering Monster, says that he or she already lives in a 15-minute city. Takes 15 minutes to walk around. Rocco Calzone, Matty33 is in there. Apparently it's 11.05 Hawaii time. And this is the auto hoax revolution. Yes, indeed. Well, are you going to auto hoax a 15 minute city? Maybe that's what we're going to do later on. But first, let's go and take a look at some of these videos I've got lined up. This is the official story of a 15 minute city. By the way, this is Conspiracy No Poll review episode number six. By the end of this presentation, we will be halfway through the allotted 12 episodes of the first season. And so far, the feedback has been terrific. Thanks to all of you who've left Lovely comments on these videos and at johnlebond.com where I've been posting the MP3s for these as well. By the way, if you don't catch the live stream, these are available in MP3 format the next day. So I do these of a Tuesday evening, 11 p.m. local time here in beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria. Then the next day, I rip it, I take the live stream, rip it to MP3, I cut out the dead air at the start and at the end, and then I re-upload as an MP3. So you might be listening to this on a slight delay, 
But if you are watching live, make sure in the live stream chat I'll be reading your comments and questions as we go through. But let's take a look at this. This is if you so if you go to YouTube search and just type in "15 Minute City," what comes up? This is the top result. Let's take a look at this. Before the recent lockdowns around the world, we led hectic lives with long commutes and not enough time to spend with our families and friends. Traffic polluted our air, and smog blanketed our skylines. What if it could be different? What if we could create a new normal where we reclaim our time, our health and well-being, and our communities? This is the idea behind the 15-minute city, a growing movement to make our lives in cities more convenient, less stressful, and more sustainable. A 15-minute city is one where everything we need is close to home, where communities are safe and inclusive, where the air is clean. A 15-minute city is one where it's easy to get goods and services. Fresh groceries, health care, and other amenities are all just a short trip away. A 15-minute city is one where everyone has a place. A 15-minute city has affordable, accessible, and adaptable housing for households of all sizes and ages. A 15-minute city means that you can work close to home or work remotely more often. And we all play a role in our neighborhood. Who is this time? What if we don't go back to life as it was? What if we already... I'm, I'm sick of this. There's only 20 seconds left, but... Uh, we might as well play the rest of this 20 seconds. ...we have the power to change how we live. Together, we can reimagine and create the future we want. One that is cleaner, safer, healthier, and more inclusive. And gives us back valuable time to enjoy the little things. Okay, so I should have mentioned, by the way, that was uploaded on July 15, 2020. So, just a few months after... Tedros, old mate Tedros, remember him? Tedros, on March 11, 2020, he said that We have therefore made the determination that the coronavirus can be characterized as a pandemic. So this is about three months after that. So it makes sense that they were talking about a new normal and uh, inclusivity and all the rest of it. So I don't know if that was meant for children, but the cartoons and the way, you know, they had the subtitles and the you know, it was like, um, it was like a children's cartoon, wasn't it? That's just my opinion. Just my opinion. But anyway, so that's what you get if you YouTube search for 15 Minute City. Now, I found this. This is from The Project. This is in a, I'm pretty, I haven't watched this yet. You can watch it with me. There is a TV show in Australia called The Project. I'm guessing this is from that TV show. Let's take a look. This is George Orwell on steroids. Oh, yeah, this has to be the project from Australia. So this one was... So the the video that we're about to watch, and I know that some of you are listening on MP3, so I'm going to explain to you what's on the screen. This is from... So the last thing was an official video from someone promoting the 15-minute city idea from a video from three years ago, or thereabouts. What we're about to watch and listen to is from The Project, which is a TV show in Australia, and this is from seven days ago, which I suspect is going to look at the crazy conspiracy theorists and then say that the conspiracy theories are wrong and that this uh, agenda is good. I'm guessing that's what they're going to say, but let's not put the cart before the horse. Let's take a look and see what our friends back in Australia have to say about all of this. 
This is George Orwell on steroids. It's a dystopian hell. First came the lizard rulers. Then 5G shredded our DNA. Now conspiracy theorists are homing in on town planning? You in your area will only be allowed within that 15-minute zone that you've been allocated. going to be a stipulation in this policy that says, look, we will never have barricades here. Uh, no, we didn't consider that. This is real. So in case it's not clear enough for those of you who are just listening or watching, so they're playing clips of the crazy conspiracy people and then they're calling them crazy. So that when you can hear people saying bad stuff about the 15-minute city idea, those are clips that they've taken from TikTok or YouTube. And of course, they've overlaid the fuzzy video footage to make it all seem more bizarre or whatever. The target of this newfound fury, the 15-minute city. The 15-minute city is actually about getting people to, um, or enabling basically, uh, walking and active travel to shops, schools, uh, and basically places where they want to go. What started as a way to make life more manageable and sustainable has been recast as a cynical ploy by climate-obsessed autocracies bent on control. You will- Okay, that was funny. They just showed a clip from, what is it called, The Village of the Damned? Or The Children of the Damned? You know that? They, they remade that film with Kirstie Allen, I think. And was it Christopher Reeves as well was in that one? In the remake? But in the original, the black and white one. So they just... They just can we go back 10 seconds? Even if this is complete propaganda, even when I'm watching propaganda, I can still appreciate the production values. They even put in the high-pitched sound when they've got the kids with the the white eyes. ploy by climate-obsessed autocracies bent on control. You will have to apply to leave your 15-minute district. How much easier would it be for them to literally lock us down? COVID has crystallized a lot of concerns. Think back to COVID, think back to COVID, think back to COVID. Around how uh, governments can and can't control things like people's movements. Conspiracy theories really offer a nice way for people to make sense of stuff that... It's stressing them out, basically. A lot of the angst is centred in Oxford in the UK, which is trialling divvying up the city into six areas and forcing residents to drive on a ring road to access each one, rather than travelling directly across town. It has nothing to do with increased intervention by governments or increased surveillance. They will also be helping the environment a lot because they'll be, hopefully, using their car less. Right now, Melbourne, Wollongong, Coffs Harbour and parts of Sydney are all aiming to become 15 or 20-minute cities. Brisbane's West End already qualifies. Many Australian cities face it. Brisbane's West End already qualifies. I used to live just across the river from West End. Just a little ferry ride across. Challenge of how to create... West End used to be like, oh, I won't bore you, no one cares. Create community, how to build walkable suburbs really quickly so that they are as livable and as enjoyable. Have you ever heard me tell the story about how I went to that book reading by a guy who was talking about some of the problems with the DSM, the Diagnostics and Statistics Manual? And then so he gave a book read. So an author wrote a book about the DSM and some of the potential problems of it. He wasn't, he wasn't saying that all psychiatry is bad. He was just saying that the DSM, once you understand it, you realize these psychiatric mm, practices are not as scientific as maybe you think they are. That's all he was saying, basically. And then it was a book reading. There were some people in the crowd. I can't remember how many people. There was maybe 50, maybe maybe 80 people in the crowd. I can't remember now. At One dude stands up, one really tall dude stands up, loses his shit, accuses the author of all these you know, nefarious um, intents or whatever. The, that dude claimed to be a psychiatrist. So the one guy who had an emotional spurging out because someone 
critiqued psychiatry, didn't say it's all bad, just critiqued some of psychiatry, the DSM. The one guy in the crowd who spurged out was supposedly a guy who actually is a psychiatrist and has the power, it's his job, to medicate people for mental problems. I'll never forget that day. Anyway, that happened in West End. That was a, there was a bookstore in West End that I went to and... And apparently West End is now a 15-minute city already. How about that? Or as inner-city areas. Mm, you know I love a... Ca- okay, so now they've cut to the studio. So they've just played a little intro clip, which we've just I've just been interrupting uh, you know, repeatedly during the clip. But now the project in Australia, in this clip from seven days ago, talking about 15-minute cities, they've now cut to the studio where they have four talking heads and they're about to talk about this uh, quote-unquote conspiracy theory. So let's take a look. As inner-city areas. Mm, you know I love a conspiracy oh, theory. Oh, yeah, you do. Do you buy into this one? Um, well, I don't know about you, but I have been locked down by governments recently. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, it's kind of an easy thing to go, oh, conspiracy theorists. However, let us just remember that this, that in the 1600s, mm. a guy called Galileo was put in jail and I think died in jail because he said the earth went around the sun. So you know how in Friends, the TV show Friends, there was that one crazy girl? Remember there's like three dudes and three girls and one of the girls is like a bit ditzy or crazy or whatever? They do the same thing with this TV show. They've got Kate Lanebrook, who used to be a breakfast morning, uh, breakfast uh, radio show presenter, I think. Can't remember. Uh, I think she was doing breakfast radio. Yeah, it was. It was called Husey, Kate, and Dave. That's right, Husey, Kate, and Dave. I don't know who the Dave guy was, but Husey was also called Dave. He was a successful comedian, and uh, Kate Lambrook. I don't know what her claim to fame is. But anyway, so she's some kind of TV personality, and on this particular TV show, she plays the role of the the crazy person. And so, what what a surprise they get her to open up the this segment of chatter saying that she is open to the 15-minute city. Consp- I mean, I haven't even seen this clip. What we're watching right now, you're watching it for the first time or listening for the first time. So am I. I swear to God I didn't watch this beforehand. I could, I could have scripted this. I could have told you. Here's what they're going to do. I wouldn't have thought of that funny thing with the kids from Village of the Dam. That's very funny. But in general, I could have told you exactly how this is going to play out. And so far, I wouldn't have missed a beat. Oh, well, yes. that's that then. Okay, because... Oh, and then she gets mocked straight away. By Walid. Don't even get me started about that guy. That, at the time, was considered to be heresy, and now we know it to be the truth. Yeah, but that's not a conspiracy. It was then, Walid. What was the conspiracy? The conspiracy was that what he believed was wrong. What he was telling people was wrong. Right, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. so... But that, I, no, okay, I feel I like I, it's a slightly different like, argument. I just feel increased. I swear to God, people actually watch this TV show, okay? I'm not going to say who, but back when I was living in Melbourne, I used to know someone, and it wasn't me who actually watched this crap. And I was living in the same house as him at the time. I'll just say it, it was my sister. And my older sister. And uh, yeah, I'd be sitting in my room doing whatever. And I would hear the TV in the lounge room. And they'd be watching the project. Her and uh, her partner. Now, I don't know if they believed all the crap that was on the project. I hope they didn't. But people do actually watch this. People do actually watch this TV show. And, and most of them, I suspect, take it seriously. Increasingly like... There's a battle for control of yeah. people, clearly. Yeah. Everywhere you go, there are cameras. Everywhere you go. I just think, I don't think conspiracy theorists in some cases are that crazy. But th- she's even dressed. <laughs> this is very funny. So they've got the, th- so she's on the, 
on our right as viewers, she's on the right hand side. The other three normal people are all obviously to her right or on, on our screen on the left. They're all wearing suits. They're all wearing formal attire. She's the one wearing the ditzy, you know, loose hanging, colorful, hippie, not quite tie dye, but a similar sort of zany thing. They've all got smart haircuts or some... <laughs> she's got the hair going. Ah, oh, man. Think about... robot birds thing's pretty crazy, though, isn't it? <laughs> All birds no, are robots. That's easy. The, the thing about... The robot birds thing's pretty crazy, <laughs> And then, so one of the responses to her is that the robot birds thing is crazy. The all... The all birds are robots theory is crazy. That is one of the responses to Kate the crazy conspiracy girl. Isn't it? All birds no, are robots. I don't I think know that about all real. of them, Sarah, but, <laughs> but I do know birds have got tiny little brains <laughs> capable of anything, yeah. easily influenced, like the sheep. Oh, wow. <laughs> Too far? I guess the no. case has been made. But don't you think that's just like... You, do you well, understand people why people feel edge. that? Yeah. Yeah. I get the, I, I get the idea that people are losing trust in government and things like that. Sure. And I, I, get, I get that. But the problem is the logical extension of that is anytime someone comes up with what might be a good idea, we'll just want to kill it because we'll decide it's a conspiracy somehow. Will you agree with me then? No, I don't agree. Oh, you're, saying, <laughs> no. you're saying we. No. Uh, guys. Holy shit, that's it. That's the four-minute clip. Oh, boy. You know I actually grew up in Australia. Can you believe that? I've only been away for four years, and it seems like a foreign land. Seems like a seems like a very strange place to me. All right, so that's the fifteen minute cities. What are people saying in the live stream chat for conspiracy no poll review episode number five? Yeah, yeah, boy. Fifty people watching live all around the world. Thanks to you all for coming out. Leave your comments and questions in the live stream chat. I'm going to try and read them out as we go through this presentation. Let's see what the people are saying. Let's have a look. Matty33 says the dystopian future will start out looking... Can I zoom in so you people at home can watch, can actually read the comments along with me? There we go. Uh, there we go. All right. By the way, if you can hear the fan in the background, that's... My laptop is overheating. Uh, not overheating as in it's problematic, just you can probably hear the fan. I'm sorry about that, but there's not much I can do about that. It's very warm inside. I'm a little bit chilly. All right. <laughs> No one cares about this stuff. I know what I'm telling you. All right, so we've got all these comments. Let me read some of them out. So, uh, let's see. Where, where should we start? Infinite Plan Society says, Auto hoax is a paradigm shift that begins with recognizing that we don't have enough information to know all that we are expected to believe. Yes, indeed. Y-N-T, a.k.a. Yegis Un Tazarak says, Great subject. Uh, let's see. Lots of comments. I'm just trying to read the ones that seem the most relevant to the topic at hand. Garado says, the utopian dystopian illustrations to boot as well. Talking about the cartoon I was playing before. Matty33 says that this dystopian future will start out looking like Demolition Man and end up like Blade Runner. And then Total Recall. Infinite Loops Lawson says it's already like the film Idiocracy. Oh, yeah. Don't you worry about that. Nathan Oakley says they don't need special cities to lock us down. Well, that's true. We all learned that the hard way. Well, not all of us. A lot of us learned that the hard way, didn't we? Uh, Gerardo says she's on the fringe end of the table. Oh, yeah. She's got the messy hair, says Linda Curtis. Yep. Rob File says John Melbourne has turned into an absolute poo hole. I'll change some of his uh, language there. This is, of course, a family-friendly program here at the Conspiracy No Poll Review on 
jonathanbond.com and conspiracy no poll subreddit. It's uh, turned into a poo hole. He says, "Well, I, that doesn't surprise me. You know, I moved away from Melbourne back in 2011. I've been back to visit a couple times, but even though I grew up there, I moved away a long time ago. I moved to Brisbane back in 2011. Spent seven years in beautiful, sunny Brisbane." Oh, yeah. So lots of people in the live stream chat leaving their comments and questions. I appreciate that. But, of course, the main thing we're meant to be doing here is reading out what has been posted on Conspiracy No Pulse subreddit. So this is, of course, a subreddit on Reddit. Reddit has a very bad name among those of us who have some idea what's going on because it's full of people who are completely brainwashed. That's true. But there are different subreddits. Some of them are much better than others. And this one, the Conspiracy No Pulse, that's Conspiracy N-O-P-O-L. This is a terrific subreddit. I would even say the best subreddit by far. But I might be biased because, you know, there's rumors that I kind of founded this sub three years ago. And since then, it has grown to 60,000 subscribers. Hundreds of people checking in every day to leave their comments on all kinds of topics. And this topic was created about a day ago, 24 hours ago, by somebody called Big Lentil. And it says the conspiracy of the 15-minute city conspiracy. So in other words... This is like a meta-conspiracy. So what this guy seems to be saying is, there's this 15-minute city conspiracy. He's talking about the conspiracy of that conspiracy. Very interesting. So why don't we click on this and go and take a look at what people have been posting about it. So I'm going to read this OP verbatim. That's what we do here on the Conspiracy No Poll Review. I read out the OP verbatim. Then I go through the comments that have been left to that OP. And of course, if you find any of this interesting, you can head along to Conspiracy No Poll and read what's been written, leave your own comments, get involved in the conversation if you feel so inclined. You do not need to uh, create some kind of special membership for Reddit. Anyone can sign up. I think you need an email address. You didn't need to. Back in the day, you could just sign up without even an email address. These days, you do need an email address, but once you've signed up, you can post away and get involved in the conversation. So, Big Lentil created this thread. The Conspiracy of the 15-Minute City Conspiracy. He says this. This one is new. Let me start this off by saying that, one, I'm not from the US, and two, I've had the chance to live in a few different European cities. So the degree of car dependency in the United States, such as being unable to move around town without a car, and being unable to go to a grocery store on foot, have always been insane to me simply because I did not grow up in the concrete matrix. It is 100% a situation that has been carefully imposed on the general public. It's a conspiracy that has succeeded to the point that the people suffering from it assume it is the default mode of living. Well, 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 looks like this big lentil fellow is kind of flipping the script. It seems like he's suggesting the people who are dependent on their cars that is the people who live in non-15-minute cities, they're the ones who are suffering. They're the ones living in the matrix. Very interesting. Some might even say dicey, dicey. Let's continue with this OP. He writes, or she writes, I'm just going to guess it's a he. Recently, the idea of quote-unquote walkable cities seems to have gained attraction online. I take issue with this term because it's like calling a cow a non-flying cow. That's just what a cow is, unless your idea of it has been subverted entirely. But nevertheless, that seems to be what happened to the people of the United States, and somehow they rediscovered the idea. 
And now this idea of returning to the default way people live suddenly seems to be getting branded a conspiracy. I think this is very suspect, mainly because I think there's a lot of companies and people out there who'd stand to lose quite a few billions if people's dependency on cars reduced even by 1%. And what better way is there to stop such a reduction than to politicize the idea and associate it with a feeling of fear and insecurity by framing it as a conspiracy of the rich and evil elite. There's one more uh, paragraph to go, folks, then we'll get into the really fun stuff. So he concludes, Modern consumerist society is the biggest psyop of all time. They always want you consuming more, 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 trying to brainwash you every second of the day through advertisements. They start targeting you from childhood before kids even learn how to talk, they're on YouTube watching advertisements. Consumerism is the great subjugation, and any idea that goes against it is the greatest enemy of people who have power and wealth. So, what I think this individual is putting forward is that all of these people talking about the 15-minute city conspiracy, what those people don't realize is they are actually the victims of suburbia, urban sprawl, big oil, car dependency, modern consumer society, these kinds of things, which would then imply that this person either supports or is at least open to the idea that maybe we'd be better off if we lived in so-called 15-minute cities. So this is a bit of a curveball. Generally, on these conspiracy subreddits, including Conspiracy No Poll, most of the threads have a, a pro-conspiracy or an anti- orthodox, anti-establishment angle. This one is kind of like criticizing, I think, the conspiracy theory of the 15-minute cities. And so in case it wasn't clear enough, what I think they're saying is, those of you who are against the 15-minute cities, that's because you grew up in a city where you need cars to survive and you don't realize that you are actually the one who is a victim of a conspiracy theory. I think is a a fair summation of what they're putting forward. So what I'm going to do over the course of the rest of this presentation, I'm going to read the replies to this OP. I'm going to read your live stream chat comments and questions. And I'm going to show you a little bit of research that I've been doing into this topic. And by the end, you should have a much better understanding of the official story, the conspiracy theory, the meta conspiracy theory, and where different people are coming from on all of these topics. That's what we're doing here for the Conspiracy No Poll Review on February 28, 2023. And I'm your host, JLB, coming to you from beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria. Thank you very much. Let's get into the fun then, shall we? Yeah, yeah, boy. So I wrote that this is an excellent topic for discussion, and we've seen some insightful replies already. I'm going to make this the topic for the next Conspiracy No Poll Review. And look at that. Here we are 12 hours later. And that's exactly what we're doing. So, the top reply. Let's zoom in for those of you watching at home. Yeah, yeah, boy. The top reply was from somebody called FFS underscore is this name taken too? They write, not everybody lives or wants to live in the concrete jungle, aka cities. For those who do, great. For those who don't, the fear comes from official UN WEF agendas of rewilding rural areas and corralling country folks into concrete desolation. 
Is it just me or are there some rather verbose people leaving these comments early on in this piece? Goodness gracious me. I'm not moving to the city. And yes, this is the hill I'll die on. I'm not a head of livestock and will not be corralled. The first reply to him says, depending on where you live, they may just build the city around you as they are where I reside. And the conversation just goes on like that. So the next main reply to the OP comes from very disquieted dad. He says in reply to the OP that I just read verbatim, that's pretty cool. I've never heard of that one. I am from the US and in some of the biggest cities, you can get what you need within about 15 minutes of walking. I lived in Manhattan for a couple of months. I drove because I couldn't fathom not having a car before going out, but only had to drive to Home Depot. <clears throat> Pardon me. There are, there are bow diggers, bodegas. I don't know what that word is. There are bodegas and CVS. Forget what they're called everywhere. In some places around DC, there's even multi-story targets, Walmarts, Walmarts that are walkable. The next reply from Hellhorn says, The nicest place I have ever lived with the easiest travel around the city and to other nearby cities was when I was living in downtown Tokyo. Public transportation, when done well, is a way to free citizens from the need to own expensive car and rely on big oil companies and countries who routinely commit human rights abuses. Everything I could ever need was within a 20-minute walk or a 5-minute walk to my local subway station. And a couple stops to downtown. Downtown. Anyone worried about being tracked? Do you have your phone on you right now? Do you use a credit card to make the majority of your purchases? It is so much easier to track you using those means than anything else. So in other words, it seems to me that some of the top replies, that is the most upvoted replies to the OP, were people agreeing with the idea that it's cool to be able to walk to whatever you're looking for within 15 minutes, which is, of course, just a rough, that's like an arbitrary, it's a rule of thumb, just this idea of a relatively short walk. These people are all suggesting that that's actually a cool thing. Very interesting. Kuri Tokyo writes in reply to the previous person, Hi there, I came here to talk about Tokyo. The trains here are amazing. I live a seven-minute walk from my station and I can get anywhere in Tokyo or Yokohama in an hour. Trains are faster than driving. I rarely need to travel an hour, only to see a friend's band play. Everything else is between my house and the station. There are seven supermarkets in my shopping street, each specializing in something different. There are medical clinics, greengrocers, restaurants, bars, and even karaoke. Now you're talking my language. I'm not even at a main station. You have to get on the local train for it to stop at my station. Supermarkets, they aren't as super as your Western style. One specializes in bulk meats, another in frozen food, another is seafood, and another in medicine, but still sells beer and eggs, for example. So in other words, this person is saying that in Tokyo, everything is close. They can buy whatever they want close by. If they want to go and see their friend's band, then they have to take a train an hour, but everything that they actually need is within walking distance in Tokyo, and they seem to be happy about that. So we're starting to see quite a pattern, quite the common theme among these top replies to the OP. This person says, in reply to the Curie Tokyo, and this person's called PCs are quite good, they say that this sounds nice, I'm curious, would you say there's anything negative about where you live? That's a good question. And Noni Nemo writes in reply, even though the question wasn't to them, well, if I may interject here, from what I know of it, 
there's a reason for those odd signs in the trains telling men to not try to lift girls' skirts or sneak a peek. Sadly, Nihon isn't as much of an idyllic utopia as it's painted as. From racist mandates, schoolgirls having to dye their hair. Really? I don't know. I don't know if this is a true fact. It could be. I've never been to Japan. What do I know? This person's claiming that in Japan, girls have to dye their hair. Why would they have to dye their hair? Their hair is naturally dark, isn't it? I mean, that's... Am I allowed to say that? (laughs) It's 2023. Are we still allowed to say that certain people naturally have dark hair? It's only a matter of time until we know that even even say that. How can you say that? How can you say that they... It's only a matter of time, folks. Anyway, this person's saying that schoolgirls have to dye their hair black. I don't know if that's true. Whatever. There's hate for the gaijins. What is that? The foreigners? Is, is, is gaijin the Japanese word for um, what the Thai call foran? And other issues. It's not so rosy. The social suppression of emotion that tends to keep any reaction to or even acknowledgement of the negative downplayed or hushed along with trying to keep up face appearances, etc. Is that just Japan or is that a large part of... of uh, I don't want to say Asia, but that particular part of Asia. I think that's... Maybe it's worse in Japan than other places. I don't know. Anyway, this person is just shitting on Japan. Not really... The the point that Kiri Tokyo was making was about Tokyo, a city. This person's complaints about Japan seem to be more about Japan more broadly rather than cities. So I think they're just venting about Japan for their own... uh, Which they're allowed to do. It is a subreddit where you can share your own thoughts... You can express yourself. So if you want to get if you want to get it off your chest that you have some problems with Japan, this seems like a comment thread where you can do that, even if it's kind of you know tangential at best. But this is interesting to me, so I'm going to keep on reading this comment from Anoni Nemo. They're talking about it goes a long way towards pushing social conformatism via a peer pressure system. Really, very insidious when you start to look at it and one that has been a problem for a very long time. Please note this isn't to say the people are bad, but the system imposed on them by their leaders is, and is used to the detriment of the people. Well, is it imposed on them by their leaders, or is it imposed on them by each other? That is to say, let's just say for the sake of argument, that in Japan it's a highly conformist society, where people are expected to follow certain rules, both written and unwritten rules, and this leads to repression of emotions or of expression which manifests in all kinds of strange behaviors and fetishes and what have you let's just say that's all true is that the leaders who are imposing that on the the masses of japan or is that japanese people imposing that on each other you see what i'm trying to say here folks and i'm not I'm, i don't know anything about japan i've never been there but i get what this person's saying and i'm happy to accept their claims about the conformity for the sake of argument because i think it is probably pretty much true but is that the leaders doing that to the masses or is that people doing that to each other? You see what I'm trying to say here, folks? And it's not just Japan. It's every country you go to. Some countries are more rigid in their conformity than others, but it's there are certain unwritten rules that people learn from a young age as they grow up, as they move about society, when they go shopping with their family, or when they, especially when they go to school, when they consume the media of the country, they learn these things by osmosis and they... they um, they enforce it on one another, don't they? I would think. This person says, I have never lived there, though. Oh, well. <laughs> he says, I have never lived there. 
So some will claim that invalidates this information. I'm not claiming it invalidates it. Like, if you've never lived there, then what's your beef with Japan, bro? Jesus. It's a shame what has become of the country. You never even lived there. Being little more than a proxy for the US, for the most part, and its inclusion in the Trilateral Commission. And not in Nemo. My brother, what the hell is going on here? Anyway, so let's get back to the live stream chat. What do you folks think about this? 60 people watching live from all around the world. Let's read some live stream chat comments. Yeah, yeah, boy. Wit Twit says, what do they mean by the 15-minute city? Well, that means you've been a little bit late to the party. I did play a couple of clips, video clips earlier on, but I just happened to have prepared earlier some mainstream media articles about this very question. So the 15-minute city, this is from 15minutecity.com. If we go to about, it says everyone living in a city should have access to essential urban services within a 15-minute walk or bike. The 15-minute city project is designed to help access-focused urban transformations be what we need them to be, ambitious, inclusive, measurable, and effectively implemented. Well, those are a lot of buzzwords, aren't they? Especially this inclusive word. Don't even get me started. So that's a general overview of, uh, overview of the idea. If we go to Wikipedia, which is usually a good place to start when we're looking at the official story of one thing or another, the 15-minute city according to Wikipedia. And I should have said this at the start, folks. If you said to me a month ago, what is the 15-minute city? I would have said to you, I don't know. I hadn't really heard about it. Or if I had heard of it, it would have just been in passing in some other World Economic Forum video or something. Okay, I didn't know anything about it. And then I started hearing people talking about it. I started seeing people posting about it on different conspiracy forums or alternative forums or subreddits or talking about it in podcasts. And then on the JLB member call on Saturday, we have a member call usually once every couple of weeks, somebody brought it up there. And I was like, "What? where is this coming from? What the hell are you talking about? And it occurred to me that what must have happened is somebody, whether it's Joe Rogan or Jordan Peterson or somebody with a platform, has seeded this idea into the alternative spheres of the internet that there is some 15-minute city conspiracy and it's a bad thing, Right? Because whenever I see multiple different people or outlets talking about something, all of a sudden, that's my first thought is someone's put this out there. Now, sometimes what they've put out there is actually a valid observation or concern or critique or what have you. Sometimes it is. Sometimes, however, it's a complete load of nonsense. And in this case, I'm going to level with you folks. I think this might be one of those ooga booga, scary ghosts under the bed. I think it could be. Don't get angry at me. Please don't get mad. I'm just your old buddy JLB coming to you from beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria, looking at one of these... Me- this is what this is. It's a meme. Okay, memetics. Before people started making funny pictures and spreading them on the internet, there was this idea of memetics, as in ideas that spread from human to human, like a so-called virus. But whereas viruses are, of course, a hoax and nobody died, nobody got hurt, ideas do spread from one person to another. That is what memetics are about. And this... 15-minute city problem. Ooh, they want to turn our city into a 15-minute city. Ooh, this is a problem. This, to me, seems to be spread. This is a very quickly spreading meme. 
and it could be based on some on some rational thought and some valid concerns. We'll we'll talk about that as this presentation carries on. But the speed with which this one spread, I was like, oh, I see what's going on here. We've got another load of phony bloody nonsense. Now let's take a look at this, folks. I like to do what we call a Google Trends check. So for those of you watching at home, uh, you can see this on your screen. For those of you listening, don't you worry, I'm going to explain it. If you go to Google Trends, you can type in any term that you like and see how it is trending. Now let's take a look at this 15-minute city thing. You can see that by October of last year, it was nothing. By November of last year, it was nothing. Then it started growing around December, still relatively nothing. But then by the first couple of weeks of this year, so a couple of months ago, it was starting to grow, but still not too much. But then we see a massive peak as we enter into February, as into just a few weeks ago, see? And that is as far as the data we will show us. So you can see, those of you watching, and I'm explaining to those of you, this is a hockey stick style. This is like what they tried to tell us was going to happen with, um, you know, what's it called? Uh, carbon, carbon dioxide, this kind of thing. You know that hockey stick graph is just like a flat line and then it suddenly just zooms up? Well, whereas the hockey stick form of climate changes is obviously a complete hoax, this, on the other hand, is real. This is just this 15-minute city thing has just blown up on the internet over the past month or so, hasn't it? And now everybody's talking about it, including us here at the Conspiracy No Poll Review. So I hope I'm making my initial thoughts clear. I'm not saying that I think the conspiracy theory is wrong. I'm not saying that I think the 15-minute cities are necessarily good. What I am saying is that when all these people start talking about the same thing, there's a very good chance that they're all getting their ideas from some idiot on TikTok or some other buffoon on YouTube or some clown on a podcast or, or somewhere, right? And they're not really thinking through their complaints. They just want something to complain. This is what the alternative conspiracy truth realm really is full of, folks. There's lots of good people here. Smart people, thoughtful people. Make no mistake. Many of you included. Not all of you, many of you. Are thoughtful, reasonable people who are leading decent lives and you're happy about life and, and whatever. But you, those of you who qualify under those um, descriptions, you're in the minority, even among the people here. In this corner of the internet, most people who are into conspiracy theories and this kind of thing, they're sad, bitter, jaded people. And they will latch onto anything to complain about or to worry about or what have you. So if someone comes along and says to them, Ooh, have you heard about these 15-minute cities? They're planning to use some kind of uh, system using your smartphones or maybe even physical barriers, gates around your city, Hunger Games style, to lock you to within a small portion of your city and it's coming down the pipeline, folks. And there are a lot of people, God love them, God bless them. They're like, ooh, all of their dopamine receptors start going off. If you could do some kind of scan on their brain in real time, you'd see all of the pleasure centers going off in their brain because, ooh, now they've got something else to worry about. Now they've got something else to complain about. Now they've got something else to talk about. Ooh, have you heard about this? Blah, blah, blah. Yes, indeed, folks. Make no mistake about it. And that's what I think has happened to you, folks. I think a lot of people have begun jumping at shadows. That's what I think has happened. Please don't get mad at me. Please. You know that emoticon of the, the prey? You know the prey emoticon? That's what JLB is doing right now. Please don't get mad at me for sharing with you my honest opinions. Please don't get mad at me. 
It's not going to help you, and it's not going to help me. Please just chill for a second. You can leave your comments in the live stream chat. You can leave your comments if you are here late, if you're listening on delay, in the comment section on the YouTube archive of this stream, or at johnlebon.com, or on Conspiracy No Poll. The, the, there's many places to express your opinions. And we can discuss these things. That's what I love to do, discuss things, people. I love conversations. I like to talk about different types of people. Really, what do you think about this? Really, why do you think that? Oh, that's interesting. Who told you that, though? Oh, okay. Is there any evidence to support that? Oh, I see. And they might say to me, yeah, but JLB, why do you think that? Oh, well, I'm glad you're asking. So you see, we're having a conversation, folks. This is how we can learn. No need to get mad, sad. There's just nothing to gain from doing that. So please, dear listeners and viewers all around the world, here at the Conspiracy No Power Review, number six, please don't get mad at me. I just think, probably, this uh, 15-minute city conspiracy is probably a red herring at best. And maybe some of the people spreading it are the typical conspiratards who really are very jaded, bitter people. And they're just looking for stuff to complain about. They don't really care about morality or justice the way they pretend. They just want stuff to complain about. And so the flavor of the month is the 15-minute city conspiracy theory. Next month, they might go back to Epstein Island and not go back to a literal island. They'll go back to that topic. The month after, they might go to, I don't know, the next round of GB mandates or whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? It doesn't really matter. They just want something to be mad about. Yeah? Now, by the way, I'm not saying anything wrong with that. Good luck to these people. They can spend the next 30 years of their life jumping from topic to topic to be scared or afraid about or worried about or uh, feeling like a victim. They can, if, if that's what they want to do with their life, God love them, God bless them, good luck to them. Okay? From my perspective, I just think I don't have much in common with these people. You see? And I kind of find them a little bit annoying, personally. That's just my, that's just me. They probably find me annoying too. It's a mutual thing. Oh, yes, indeed. Okay, let's go to the live stream chat. 70 people watching. In fact, 71. We've got a new record. We've just broken last week's record. Oh, by the way, folks, have I got some good news for you. So I did say a few weeks ago, when the internet cut out, that I because the, the, my, my Wi-Fi router, which is upstairs, I've got a two-floor apartment here in beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria. The router works fine with my phone. My laptop works fine with my phone. And my laptop does not work well with the router. So I don't know if there's something wrong with the computer or with the router. They, they work fine independently of each other. But together, they're like a bad couple. You know what I mean? They're like that couple who, you know, they got together. Early days, things were good. It was hot and heavy. Things were going well. Next thing, she gets preggers. Ah, we're going to have a baby. Why not? After a few years, they pretty much resent each other. They're only staying together for the kids. And things just aren't really working out. And they know deep down this is this is a disaster. But either they're too afraid to leave, or they're afraid they can't do better. I don't know. What the, I don't know what, how this all happens, to be honest with you. But somehow they're just not getting along. That's kind of how my laptop is with my router. So we had a problem a few weeks ago where the internet just cut out, and I lost half the audience for ten minutes. They came back eventually, but it, I also lost ten minutes of me. And I thought it was a very <laughs> It's probably the funniest part of the whole show where I was playing different clips. I was playing... In fact, it happened again last week and I was playing the Naira testimony. You know that, that girl who's like, I saw the Iraqi soldiers. They came 
and they threw the babies out of the incubators. Oh, it was horrible. And I was giving my own, what I thought was rather funny interjections during her testimony. And it was all lost because the router and the laptop had another domestic, didn't they? So I promised I would go and buy an Ethernet cable and run it all the way down the stairs. And, well, I went to find an Ethernet cable. Couldn't find a 20 meter cable. Old mate at the electronic shop, which was within a 15 minute walk, mind you. Probably a 10 minute walk indeed, yes. I get there because this is the one electronic shop that I walk past and I think to myself, if I ever need anything, that's the place to go. And finally, I needed something. So I went to get an Ethernet cable, didn't I? And I, I popped in there and I went and said to the person at the front that I needed a, the longest Ethernet cable they can give me. And they said to me, we've got 10 meters. And I said, can you do 15 or 20? They said, normally yes, this week, no. The best we can do is 10 meters. And I said, when do you think you'll get the 20 meter one? They said, maybe next week. And I said, well, I need something for Tuesday. I've got people all around the world who are depending on me to bring them the latest news and information and perspectives and comments and questions for the No Poll Review. I need something straight away. And they said, well, you're going to have to take the 10, the 10 meter cable. And I was like, all right. And I was prepared to pay 30, 40 lev. It was like seven lev, which is like four US dollars. <laughs> I was practically stealing the cable. I felt like a thief. But that's what they Hey, I, that was literally the price. They even said it on the, on the packaging. Seven lev, right lev, whatever it was. So anyway, the point of my story is the cable wasn't long enough. However, I just had to go upstairs, move the router closer to the door, and then I was just able to make the, the 10 meters work. And here we are now. And man, the internet is so much better. So it's like the Ethernet cable was like some kind of couples therapist. Now the computer and the router are getting along just fine. The cable is what brought them together. Almost like a faith in a higher being, you know what I mean? It's like the couple's counsellor from the church gets the the husband and the wife or the boyfriend and the girlfriend. He says, look into each other's eyes. Do you remember why you fell in love the first time around? Look into each other's eyes. And within moments, ah, it's just like being teenagers again, you know what I mean? Or so they say. That's what happens on TV. I don't know if that's really true. But the point is this Ethernet cable has brought my laptop and my router back together. Quite literally, they're connected. And now everything's good. So we're not going to have any more problems with the old internet cutting out, I fancy. But touch wood, you never know. So better not count our chickens before they hatch. As they say, yes, indeed. All right, let's go and check out the live stream. Chad, are we still live after all of that? Oh, yeah, we're still live 50 minutes into the show. Okay, let's read some live stream comments. So I just read Twitwit's comment. Now let's go to Numbinum, who says that today's dystopian flavor is most like the movie THX 1138. I must confess, Numbinum, I've never seen that film. Our master says, do you remember the green man? Hulk destroying the tanks on the desert? Was that the one with Eric Banner? I think that was the one with Eric Banner. I think I did see that one. Twitwit says, how is that going to work when most of this country is rural? Well, what I think they're proposing, Twitwit, is not to turn little rural towns out in Arkansas into cities. I don't think that's the proposal. I think the proposal is to take cities that already exist and try to develop them into being more amenable to people walking to where they need to go is the basic idea. Don't quote me on that. Alrighty. Zintrax says, one of my favorite things is to drive around in the middle of nowhere for no reason. 
I feel much the same way as in tracks. Back when I had a car all those years ago, sometimes I quite enjoyed the long drive. I quite enjoyed it. And uh, I actually drove from Melbourne to Brisbane and from Brisbane to Melbourne and back a couple of times. I loved it. The open road. Don't get me wrong. I don't think the 15-minute city proposal is to ban people from driving from one city to another. I, I think the 15-minute city proposal is really to do with what happens within the city. Now, of course, there's a broader agenda that most of us can see where we're headed towards a Judge Dredd style, everybody being uh, coerced into living in cities and you know raising taxes or telling people they can't collect their own rainwater, making it harder for people to make ends meet out in rural areas so that they will move into suburbia and then into these mega cities. We can see an agenda that might be hundreds of years in the making. We can see that that's where it's generally headed. And so you can say that maybe the 15-minute city is part of that broader agenda. Fair enough. What I'm suggesting is, in and of itself, the 15-minute city idea, if you just look into what these people are saying, I mean, I don't like all of this, um, oh, we're going to make it more inclusive. I don't like all this namby-pamby, politically correct, progressive nonsense. Don't get me wrong about that. But the general idea of making cities walkable so people can get what they need within a short walk, whether it's a supermarket whether it is a cafe or a restaurant, whether it is a hairdresser's or a doctor's or a dentist's or whatever whatever the hell it is, or an Ethernet cable to bring their laptop and their router back together, whatever it is, people just being able to walk there. Insofar as there are some cities where that's not currently doable, the idea of trying to make it so in those cities people can do that, that seems to me like a good idea. Call me old-fashioned, folks. Call me old-fashioned. Alrighty. Who else we got in the live stream chat? Lots of people in the live stream chat. Yeah, yeah, boy. Infinite Plane Society says, it's all to prepare us for 15-minute moon bases. Influence Freedom says, they brought in some lecturer at college trying to guilt-trip the kids who lived outside cities. I got up and walked out. That is very interesting, Influence Freedom. Do you mind if I ask, and you don't have to answer, what were you studying at university? I ponder. YouTube says, I saw a racist advert on TV today. A black girl was saying how good the new Google phone is because the old phone, you could only see my teeth. Then she said, now we look normal. Okay, well, I'm not really sure what that has to do with the topic at hand, but the comment is appreciated all the same. Gigi Abilin says, listening love heart. Well, it's always good to have you here, Gigi Abilin. What do you think? Gigi, you tell me. What do you think about this 15-minute city idea? Is this a conspiracy to quicken us all into some kind of Hunger Games-style short area, can't-leave-our-geolocation-permitted abodes? Or is it possibly... A decent idea that may in the future be co-opted as something worse, but in and of itself, a decent idea that people should be able to get what they need without jumping in a freaking car. What What do you think about this, Gigi? What do you What do you think about this? I know I kind of loaded that question a little bit, and I don't apologise for that because I think it's pretty clear where I come from in this uh, this whole topic. But where do you sit, Gigi Abilin? You tell me. Ms. L says I moved out of my hood that was essentially fifteen minutes got tired of seeing the same people everywhere well that's fair enough resisting the reset says hey twitwit the thing is resisting the reset and twitwit and myself and a few others we were all there back in the good old days of the truth movement man back in 2014 with that show we'll do it live hosted by jeff c and press reset and uh, red pill revolution and 
the golden sheeples, man, it really felt like we were part of something special. Like, it felt like people were going to wake up and people were going to see that we were being lied to about these events that I'd best not name by name. It wasn't a tent. It was this magnificent thing. Yeah, those were the days, man. That was uh, seven, eight years ago, man. It's time for us to move on, I think. Time to move on. Yeah, yeah, boy. All righty. CC Jelly says, Q staged a video of Chinese people being welded into their houses. You know, CC Jelly, people actually believed that. And I am... Look. How do I... Let me term this in a way that most fairly conveys my feelings. I know a lot of people that we're surrounded by are very simple people. And it doesn't make them bad people. And it doesn't... It doesn't disqualify them as human beings who deserve to be respected and who deserve to be treated well. Anybody who fell for people being welded in their apartments as part of this invisible body-possessing demon hoax is, and probably always will be, a very simple person. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. And let me tell you something. The majority of people in the conspiracy, in the alternative, in the red-pilled forums and subreddits and outlets, the majority, yes, more than half, fell for that crap. They did. And I don't want anybody coming to me and telling me, Oh, no, JLB, we didn't fool... I don't know if you... I don't know if you as an individual fell for that. I don't even know who you are. I'm talking to a hypothetical person here. I'm talking in general. People did fall for this, and they were spreading this crap back in January of 2020 before the mainstream started spreading it. And people like me were saying, yeah, I'm going to auto-hoax that one. This people being welded into their houses, I'm auto-hoaxing it. People collapsing on the streets, auto-hoax. In fact, you know what? It's time for a little water break. You know what I did? I auto-hoaxed it. And I'm going to do it again. I'll do it again, folks. I want to auto-hoax the next load of nonsense. There's a lot of I'll do it. They actually know it. how to... Do spiritual warfare online. They're good at it. They're trained in it. IPS is just showing the truth. Yeah. Respect to the infinite plane society. The auto hoaxer revolution. Auto hoaxer. Revolution by MVP to Hardware Vandal Sampling, of course, Tim Osmond with a Z from the Infinite Plane Society. Yes, indeed. If you're just joining us late, we're taking a look 
at the conspiracy of the 15-minute city conspiracy. That is, you've heard of the 15-minute cities. You've probably heard some of the conspiracy theories surrounding that 15-minute city idea. But have you heard of the conspiracy surrounding the 15-minute city conspiracy theory? Well, if you haven't, you've tuned into the right place. This is the Conspiracy No Poll Review, episode number six. John the Bond coming to you from beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria, which is, and here's an amazing coincidence, a city where you can walk to whatever you need within 15 minutes. Yes, indeed. And it is lovely. You don't need to own a car here. You don't need to own a car. You can go and get whatever you need within 15 minutes. Somebody can say to you, hey, man, want to hang out? Let's uh, go and play some pool tonight. Dude, there's a pool hall within 15 minutes of here. Or someone says, hey, man, we're going to the bar to watch Liverpool versus Real Madrid. Dude, the bar they want to go to is within 15 minutes. All right? Somebody says, hey, man, your internet's cut out and your show has been ruined because we can't hear you. You can't rely on your router. You need an Ethernet cable. You can't rely on your Wi-Fi. You need an Ethernet cable. Dude, go to the tech store within 15 minutes. It really is splendid. Now, I know a lot of you live in places in suburbia, especially where you need cars, and you don't want to give up your cars. Fair enough. Or maybe some of you enjoy commuting 45, 50 minutes to work. Some of you more than that. When I lived in Melbourne, just and I, li- I went to university on the same side of the city as where I lived. So I lived on the same side of the city as the university. It still took an hour and 20 in peak hour. I wasn't even going across the other side of the city. I was going to the same side of the city, just going down that freaking Monash freeway. An hour and 20 minutes, man. An hour and 20 freaking minutes. Aye, that wasn't either way. It was usually less than that. It depended on what time of day you were going. You could do it in 40 minutes, depending on the, on the traffic. But that's 40 minutes in good traffic, folks. An hour and 20 in bad traffic. What a complete waste of a person's life. Now, some people, if they weren't sitting in the car wasting their life, let's be honest, they'd be sitting on the couch wasting their life. So it's no difference to them. Fair enough. But for those of us who don't want to waste our lives in the car, I remember sitting, this is back when I was still a normie pretty much, but even then I'd be sitting there going, if I'm wasting two hours a day and I have to come to university four days a week, that's eight hours. And then I'd multiply that by the number of weeks that I'd be doing this. Then I'd add in the time that it took me to drive to work or blah, blah, blah. And I was, I'd, be, I'd be thinking, man, that's like a couple of weeks gone. Doing nothing every year. Just doing nothing. And I'd look around at all the other people. And they'd just be sitting there. Empty, expressionless face. This is back when I didn't know about the uh, NPC theory. This is before I knew about that. This is before I knew about anything. This is back when I probably still believed people walked on the moon for Christ's sakes. I was a complete fool. But even as a complete fool, as some late teen, early 20 fool, I was thinking to myself, this surely it doesn't have to be like this. It doesn't have to be like this. Little did I know that, uh, say, 10 or 15 years later, I'd be living in an, a European city with mixed... <clears throat> pardon me. Mixed-use developments with retail spaces on the bottom, residential on the floors above. Most buildings four to six stories tall, so it's... The city is dense enough. There's enough people living all within uh, range of each other that all of these little stores get enough traffic to be viable as uh, economic, as um, you know, business concerns. And everything you possibly want is is not far away. Little did I know that I would one day find a place that makes a lot more sense to me. 
which is why, one of the reasons why, when I saw and I heard these people crapping on about this 15-minute cities, or they want to do 15-minute cities, I'm like, firstly, who put this meme in your head? All right, I don't want to get to the bottom of this, because you're not the first person I've heard talking about this as though it's some kind of problem. But secondly, why would you not want to be able to walk to get what you need? Like, are you listening to yourself, man? Are you listening to yourself? What the hell is going on here? And so anyway, if you're just joining us late, we're talking about that topic and so much more. Yeah, yeah, boy, much still to come because if I got some research to share with you, oh yes. But first, I do like to read out the live stream chat comments. So let's go and see what people have to say about the live stream chat. There's uh, so much going on there. I want to scroll back and see if anybody had anything to say about my analogy between the router and the marriage counsellor. I thought that was pretty... I'll be honest, I thought that... that Just to think that off... You know, it's, I thought that was amusing. That was amusing to me. You've got to amuse yourself somehow, don't you? All right. So YouTube spoke about the racist advert on TV today. Uh, let's see. Who else have we got in here? Lots of people. Uh, CC Jelly says, actually, I quite like everything being about 15 minutes away, so I don't waste my life and money. CC Jelly, I'm with you, man. So my question for you, CC Jelly, is, have you noticed different Twitter feeds, different subreddits, different forums, different YouTube channels, different TikTokers, if that's your thing, talking about this 15-minute city? Have you noticed that? And if you have noticed that, what do you put that down to? I put that down to one or two influential people spreading this meme and other people just... Like um, like Pavlovian dogs, They're like they've just been trained. Ooh, new thing to complain about. Fifteen minutes it is. That's what I think is going on. Yeah, yeah, boy. Gigi Abby Lynn says I've felt for a very long time the internal push away from cities because of my feeling that they're trying to get us all into them. Well, that's fair enough, and I will say, it's not the case here in Bulgaria because in this part of Eastern Europe. This place hasn't been affected by the progressive agenda, okay? Not the way that uh, other countries have, but certainly in Melbourne, yes, in the cities, just like in the United States and I'm sure Canada and other Western countries as well, in the cities is where you get the worst of the progressive agenda and of the brainwashed people and of the all of the things that most of us with some sanity left don't really want to be around. You're right. The cities are the worst of it. Yes, that is true. That's fair enough. So if someone says to me, no, I don't want to live in a city. I want to live in a small town. That's that's totally cool. Would you prefer to live in a small town where you can walk to get what you want? Or would you want to be dependent on your motor vehicle? I would hope that your answer would be that you would like to be able to walk to get what you want. If you came back to me and said, no, no, I'd prefer to depend on my car to go and buy the the vegetables or the meat that I need, I'd be like, what the hell are you talking? What are you talking about? What is this insanity? I think some people, man, they get stuck on this conspiracy stuff for too long and they just, just whatever is the popular conspiracy theory, they just support it, no matter how ridiculous it is. Seriously. And that, by the way, that is why people back in January fell for people being rolled into their homes. Because that's what was being spread around the conspiracy circles. And people like myself, we were the tiny minority saying, guys, 
people collapsing in China. This footage, you believe this? Based on what? This is ridiculous, man. And of course, we were ostracized. We were downvoted. We were called all kinds of names. We were called crazy for months. We were called crazy. Well, who's crazy now? Yeah, who's crazy now? Yeah, that's right. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a meme of the, uh, you know, you know the smug goat meme? Let's go and take a look at the smug goat meme. This should be the first thing that comes up. I don't know if it is. Yes, this is the one I'm talking about. Smug goat meme. There he is. Or she, I guess. Let's zoom in. Open image in new tab. Hmm. So it says when someone asks you to do something you're already going to do. You know the smug goat? Well, I saw someone post a similar meme. And it was to do with the Jibby Jab mandates. Let's just put it that way. Because, you know, we're still on YouTube. We don't upset the censors. We don't upset the bots and the AIs. But this is how I felt when people started realizing that that deadly thing from China turned out to be an HOAX. This is how I felt. I'm like, yeah, back on January 19, your main man, JLB, was the first person in the world, and this has been documented, so please try and debunk me, folks. Try and debunk me if you wish. It would mean the world to me if you did that. Try and debunk what I'm about to say. JLB was the first person in the English-speaking world, in the known broader alternative sphere, to say that this... C-O-R-O, etc., is in fact a hoax. You do know this by now, don't you? I was the first person to say that. Now, other people have come along and said, oh, JLB, you weren't the first to... I'm like, cool. Who was then? Stuff on the internet tends to have timestamps. If it's on a forum, if it's a YouTube upload, whatever. Let's go and find out who was the first. No. Back in January, when most of the conspiracy scene was still pushing this idea that there was this deadly V-I-R-U-S from C-H-I-N-A, most of the conspiracy team was pushing that. And I was the first one to say, guys, this is in fact a hoax. Okay? Nobody died. Nobody got hurt from some invisible body person demon. I was the first one to do that. And why I was able to do that? Because I don't just latch on to whatever is the conspiracy flavor of the month. And these people who latch on to whatever is the conspiracy flavor of the month with no critical thought, God love them, God bless them, I wish them the best, but I don't feel like I've got much in common with these people. We might agree on some topics, but that's kind of by chance, by luck. We're not arriving at the same conclusions due to critical thought analysis. We're not thinking for ourselves, both of us, and arriving at the same conclusion. Sometimes one of us is thinking for ourselves. We arrive at a conclusion that person arrives at. Because someone else has told them to believe it. That's just my opinion. Just my opinion. Yes, the old smug goat meme. Yeah, yeah, boy. Lee Harvey Hitler says, The closest town to us as a Walmart is 25, 25 miles away. He says, you couldn't pay me to live in a city. I'm in the middle of the woods with nothing in walking distance. All right, then, Lee Harvey Hitler. How how do you procure the meats that you eat or the vegetables or the fruits that you eat? How do you procure your salts or your spices that you use when you're cooking, the oils that you use when you're cooking? If you need to buy some new cutlery or some new pots and pans, some new crockery, some new clothes, how do you procure these items? I'm guessing you jump into an automobile and drive to get them. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But how do you feel about the fact that you are dependent on somebody else to produce this petroleum, this gas, as uh, Americans tend to call it? 
How do you feel about that? I'm not trying to be a smartass. This is a serious question. If you are dependent on someone to extract or create the oil, whatever the case might be, and then to refine it and then to distribute it to some kind of gas station from whence you take it, how do you feel about that dependency on that supply chain and what some people call big oil? I'm not trying to be a smartass. I'm, I'm asking a serious question here. A very serious question. And by the way, you can come back to me and say, oh, yeah, well, JLB, you don't own a gun. How do you feel about the idea that people, you know, if it, if it does go Wild West style, if it goes um, Mad Max style, people can come to your front door and, and you don't have a gun to defend yourself? That's a fair question too. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that my lifestyle is perfect or that <clears throat> if uh, SHTF that I'm safe, I, I've never claimed anything like that. So uh, this is not some kind of, um, you know, Who's, who's tougher, who's going to survive the, whatever. I'm just asking a serious question. If you are dependent on a car to go and get everything you need, how do you feel about that? Serious question. Alrighty. Who else have we got in live stream chat? Any other questions, comments? Resisting the reset says, hey JLB, hello to you. Resisting the reset, how are you doing brother? How are things? YouTube says, you were always one of the good guys, numby num. Talking to one of the people in the live stream chat. Lee Harvey says that Jeffrey Epstein's can't melt steel beams. I'll have to take your word for it. Lots of different comments and questions in the live stream chat. Auditing Estonia. I don't think I'm familiar with this username. Interesting username, Estonia. There's a strange little country that I've been to before. Official population, approximately 1.3 million or thereabouts. So about a third of the size of Melbourne is their whole country's population. And they've got their own language. Can you imagine living in a country of about a million people and they've got their own language that the rest of the world can't speak? <laughs> that is so strange to me, man. And yes, yeah, so I went and visited Estonia last year and uh, yeah, had a lot of fun. And I'm very glad that I went. It was a very eye-opening experience. Because I thought, well, I don't, look, it was a great place full of wonderful people. What I'm about to say might sound like a criticism of Estonia, and it's not. It's just an observation. But after having lived in Bulgaria for about 18 months, I thought the people here were cold until I went to Estonia. And after two weeks in Estonia, man, when I got back to cute, quaint little Plovdiv, Bulgaria, I was like, oh, man, my people... My people, people here smile and some of them actually seem like they're happy to be alive and uh, and they talk, they talk. They talk to people who aren't already their friends. And, uh, man, Estonia, what a, what a strange little country. Some of, and this is no exaggeration, some of the nicest, coolest people I know in the whole world live in Estonia. At the same time, I've been to quite a few countries all around the world. I've been to Africa. I've been to Asia. I grew up in Australia. I now live in Europe. Estonia is a strange place, in my opinion. If, if, and you know what? So is Australia. Australia is also a strange place. Don't get me wrong. And the longer I stay away from that place, the more strange I realize it is. Nothing wrong with being strange. But yeah, Estonia, what an experience. So auditing Estonia says, I live outside a city in a small village. There is a shop 15 meter walkway. 90% of times I take the car anyway. I think he means 15 
15 minute walk away. So even though he could walk there, he takes a car. Well, that's fair enough because in your country, isn't it like <laughs> freezing cold for half of the year? That's, that's understandable. I think you have an excuse. This, um, 15 minute city idea, I think is more targeted at cities in either temperate or moderate climates or tropical climates. It's not really aimed at people who live in cities that have snow for three months of a year or something like that. I think is the, the idea. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Unico says, no way. I didn't know that they showed people being welded into their houses. Really? You didn't know that was part of the story? You Seriously? What were you doing? What were you doing back at the beginning of 2020? Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be nasty. I'm like, this is not a nasty question. How did you not know that was a story? How did you, how about the, the people supposedly collapsing? Did you know that was part of the story? The people were just collapsing on the street from, and at the time, this was, this is before it had supposedly spread to the rest of the world. Did you know that that, like in early, so we're talking, so it was, it was the middle of March where they declared it a pandemic and where all the sports stopped, right? And that was when the whole thing got serious and they locked down and the travel stopped. That was in March of 2020. But in January was when the conspiracy or the alternative subculture was full of this idea that there was a deadly virus from China. And at that time, the mainstream media was playing it down. Then at some point, maybe in late February, the mainstream media flipped the script. So by this stage, the so-called awake people had spent a month or more spreading the fear that there was this deadly virus on the loose and the media was downplaying it, which only fed into the conspiratorial beliefs that there was this deadly virus. Then the mainstream media, the establishment flipped the script, right? And said, oh, actually, it is really deadly. It's this big problem. And then, of course, that soon led to the lockdowns and what have you. And at this point, the conspiracy people had nowhere to go. Because they'd all been sucked into being the doom proners themselves, right? Which is why the vast majority of them went along with the nonsense and they called people like me crazy. Yes, the conspiracy people were calling me crazy when I said that this virus, this pandemic was a lot of nonsense. And the lockdowns were nonsense. I'll tell you another thing. And people can say, oh, no, JLB, I don't remember it that way. Fine. Go back and look what people wrote. It's all still there. Go look back at what people said. It's all still there. The majority of awake people actually supported the lockdowns. Okay? Yes, they did. Only a small minority of us said, guys, this whole thing is nonsense. From start to finish, this is nonsense. That's what happened. And it's all documented, guys. I've got it documented. I've got it documented. The rest of the internet, if you just go back and look at what people wrote and said, is all documented. It's all there. It's all there. Oh, GLB, you're so arrogant. Just because you were right about this, you were the first person in the English-speaking world on the internet to say it was a hoax. You're so arrogant, man. Yeah, maybe I am a little bit, uh, you know, worse. It's, yeah, it really did suck when even the conspiracy people were calling me crazy. I felt like I felt like the only sane man left in the freaking world at one point. I was like, what the hell is wrong with these people? Of course, I later realized that there's a theory that explains all of this. The theory can be abbreviated to N for Nelly, P for Penelope, and C for coronavirus. Okay? And I know a lot of people hate that theory. I know. A lot of people hate that theory. That's fine. I'm not going to try and convince you. The evidence is all right in front of our faces. Yeah, yeah, boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who else? A lot of people. 
True niece, Ron Malcolm, JT33, lots of people. Hey, Jay Prez is in the live stream chat. He says, if it was the 15-minute cities in isolation, then I agree there are definitely some possible aspects about it. What do you think about the move away from petrol and diesel cars? Is this a hoax too? That is an excellent question. So, no, I do see more and more electric cars on the roads, even here in uh, beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria. So that definitely does seem to be a thing. And I can see how that fits into the longer-term agenda of having people uh, stuck within a shorter location unless they stick to certain highways that have the recharging stations, what have you. And, um, of course, anything that's electronic and dependent on a battery is, by its nature, going to be easier to computerize and to track and what have you. And, uh, yeah, I can... If, if you're making the point that there does seem to be a an agenda behind pushing people from uh, internal combustion engines onto uh, electric vehicles. Yeah, I do, I do think that does seem to be going on. Yeah, I agree with you. Yep. Lee Harvey Hitler says, JLB, I, I get what you're saying about the dependency on a vehicle. People have lived in these mountains long before vehicles. If the gas went away, these hillbillies would be making fuel. Okay, fair enough. I Somehow I doubt that, but uh, okay. All right, so many people leaving comments. Uh, Angus MacGyver says, watch out for the revenuers. Freedom says, yes, you have vids on it as soon as it started. It was too obvious. Okay, lots of people in live chat leaving comments. So I wanted to play a few more things, look at a few more things. Uh, let's see, the 15-minute city of Wikipedia, we looked at that. Now, so here's what I found. This Nick Fletcher character appears to be one of the prominent people who spread this idea that there's this 15-minute city conspiracy. Okay? This is from Wikipedia. It says... What does it say? All right, let's zoom in here. Can we zoom in? Can we do that? There we go. For those of you watching at home, I'll read it for those of you who are listening at home as well. It says... In February 2023, Fletcher... This is Nick Fletcher, the politician raised conspiracy theories around the urban design concept of a 15-minute city in the House of Commons, which is their version of Parliament, if you like. Or what, what do Americans call your... What do you call your lower house? Not your Senate. What's your other one called? Congress, I think is what you guys call it. In the House of Commons, requesting time to discuss the matter he referred to as an international socialist concept. And that was in February of 2023. That was... The month that just finished for me 25 minutes ago. And so this article from The Guardian is from February 16. So about two weeks ago, a politician in England, in their House of Commons, brought up this issue of a 15-minute city. And we can infer that he was suggesting that it's a problem. It's this big socialist conspiracy. So the image that they have on this Guardian article says it's got some people holding banners and stuff at what appears to be a protest. 15-minute cities, welcome to the real Hunger Games. Mums against jabbing children. Is yours next? Mm-hmm. There's an international socialist... Let's zoom in for those of you watching at home. There's an international socialist conspiracy afoot and it wants to make it easier to walk to the shops. Oh, that's funny. Okay, I'm going to read that one again. Okay. <laughs> All right. There's an international socialist conspiracy afoot, and it wants to make it easier to walk to the shops. 
Fringe forces of the far left are plotting to take away our freedom, to be stuck in traffic jams, to crawl along clogged ring roads, and trawl the streets in search of a parking spot. The liberty of the rush hour commute, the sanctity of the out-of-town shopping centre, and the righteousness of the suburban food desert is under threat as never before. The name of this chilling global movement? The 15-Minute City. That is very clever. Who wrote this? Oliver Wainwright. Okay, obviously, I generally don't support The Guardian and these other left-wing um, progressive you know, uh, outlets and their propagandists. But credit where it's due, th- this is actually funny, okay? To me, this is funny. This is this is good stuff. Good on you, Oliver Wainwright. He's probably a Marxist, leftist, brainwashed, damned fool. But that was a funny line. Let's continue. This is an article from The Guardian. Westminster can often seem like a badly scripted spoof of itself, but rarely has Parliament descended into parody as far as it did last week, when the Conservative MP for the South Yorkshire constituency of Don Valley, Nick Fletcher, launched a plucky tirade against the concept of convenient, walkable neighbourhoods. Quote, Will the Leader of the House please set aside time for a debate on the international socialist concept of so-called 15-minute cities and 20-minute neighbourhoods? End quote. He asked, in an ominous tone, quote, Sheffield is already on this journey, and I do not want Doncaster, which also has a Labour-run socialist council, to do the same, end quote. It is not the first time that an online conspiracy theory has made it into the Commons chamber, but it may be one of the most surreal. Simply put, the 15-minute city principle suggests you should have your daily needs, work, food, healthcare, education, culture, and leisure, within a 15-minute walk or bike ride from where you live. It sounds pleasant enough, but in the minds of libertarian fanatics and the bedroom commentators of TikTok, it represents an unprecedented assault on personal freedoms. Ah, man. Okay, so again, I'm not... I don't... I'm not on the same team as these progressive people, but if if conspiracy people or if alternative or if so-called red pill people or away people... If they're going to latch on to conspiracy flavors of the month, including the 15-minute city, and complain about it, leave comments about it, talk about it, make TikToks about it, they open themselves up to being taken the piss out of. And probably that's what they deserve. The people who latch on to the conspiracy flavor of the month deserve to be ridiculed. Yes, that is my opinion. Just like the people who on Zero Hedge or Reddit Conspiracy or on different conspiracy outlets back in January of 2020 were spreading the idea that there was a deadly virus on the list before the mainstream were. Before the mainstream. Just like they deserve to be taken the piss out of for their idiocy, so do the people, in my opinion, please don't get mad at me, uh, pray emoticon, I'm just... Little old JLB coming to you from beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria. Please don't get mad at me. It's my opinion that if at any point you have complained about the 15-minute city concept, you have been played for a fool. Now, we all make mistakes, me especially, and there's no shame in realizing 
that you kind of fell for a stupid meme. There's no shame in it. Hopefully some of you who have done this will realize you got played for... <laughs> somehow they... Somehow they got you to complain about being able to walk to buy stuff. They they kind of played you for a sucker. Okay? Just my opinion. Maybe you got sucked into the group think. Maybe you watched TikToks where the TikToker usually says things that are sensible and so... You weren't using your own critical thinking or filter when they came to you a couple of weeks ago with this 15-minute city idea. And instead of thinking, hold on now, I'm with you about the, the Jimmy mandates and the lockdown. I'm with you about all of those things being stupid. But being able to walk to buy my groceries, I don't... It's... I'm going to have to think about this one. You know? Maybe the people you listen to or who you watch, they, they generally say sensible things. And so when they've brought to you this 15-minute... Uh, walking city conspiracy, your guard was down and you, and you found yourself getting stuck into the group thing. That's fair enough. We've all fallen for it at some point. We've all fallen for something at some point. The journey of deprogramming is a long one and a treacherous one and there are ups and downs and there are little booby traps along the way. So there's no shame in admitting and hopefully some of you right now are having a bit of a chuckle at yourself that maybe you kind of got played for a sucker on this one. They got you angry at the idea that you'd be able to walk within 15 minutes to get the things that you need. Okay. And I know this is going to make some people mad at me. I'm going to lose some fans for saying this. But I think those of you who at some point can stop being angry at me and can just put your ego aside will realize, actually, yeah, that February flavor of the month, the the 15-minute city conspiracy theory, that we got played. We got played big time. It's kind of funny when you think about it. It's kind of funny. If you ask me. All right, what else have we got here? Oh, the World Economic Forum. Yeah, I found this article where they talk about it. It's a really boring article, guys. I'm not, I'm not going to bother reading it. It just tells you all the stuff that you would expect them to say. Now, some people might come to me and say, well, JLB, if the World Economic Forum supports the 15-minute city concept, doesn't that just mean that it's bad? And I'm like, not to me, no. Sometimes people who I don't agree with on some topics can say things that I agree with on other topics. I can analyze each claim on its own merits. Can't you do that? Or are you just like, that person is bad, therefore everything they say is bad. Every idea they've ever had is bad. Is that, is that how you work? If it is, that's cool. Like you've got to, you know, there's, there's so much information and ideas out there. So if, if you work off a heuristic, off a framework where just basically that group is evil, everything they say is bad. Every idea they support is bad. If that makes your life easier and, and you enjoy your life, fair, you know, fair enough. I mean, that's... Who, who am I to say that that's... Who, who, am, I, who am I to say? I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. I, but I can feel myself creeping closer to the microphone. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Who am I to say that that's... Juvenile. Who am I to do that? And, and that's, that's being diplomatic and polite, folks, by the way. That is being diplomatic and polite. Because I could say other things. But when I'm behind my Blue Yeti microphone and I'm talking to an audience that is comprised of people who probably on this particular topic see things the same way as me, but some people probably think very differently to me and who might get offended, I try not to say the first words that come to mind. I try to filter them. 
So I'll just say that if you decide, well, that person, I agree with them on these topics, so I agree with them on everything. These people, I disagree with them on some topics, so I disagree with them on everything. If that's how you see the world, well, that's, that's uh, yeah. What a time to be alive, folks. What a time to be alive. How about this? In fact, I've said this before, so don't, don't come to me and say, oh, JLB, I can't believe you said anything in support of the WF. They've clearly bought you out. They've clearly paid you off. They've, you know, what I was saying back when this WEF thing got big, you know, this um, own nothing and be happy. I was saying back then, that sounds good to me. I want to be happy, don't you? If I could own nothing and be legitimately happy, that to me, in fact, I remember it now. Yes, I remember. I was on a call with fakeologists. I remember this. I'm going to Google fakeologist.com. Yes, indeed, a doodly. Let's go and take a look. My truth uncle Ab, Ab the fakeologist who lives in Toronto, Canada. He's one of my three truth uncles, and I enjoy chatting with him. I was having a chat with him, and with Tim Osman, if memory serves me correctly. Tim Osman with a Z from Infinite Play Society. And we were going through a list of the items that used to be on the... What was that thing called? The Georgia Guidestones, yes. And a lot of the things on that Georgia Guidestones seemed cool to me. Not all of them, but a lot of them I was like... That seems reasonable to me. And you know what my truth uncle Ab said to me? He said to me, I was just being contrarian. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about, man? Just because somebody wrote something on a freaking stone or on some freaking concrete and put it out in the middle of a, of a field somewhere in Georgia doesn't mean that it's evil. What kind of, what is going on in someone's mind? Oh, well, it's on the Georgia Guidestones, so I'm, I'm against, what if what if one of the things on the Georgia Guidestones was, be cu- be kind to cute puppies and kittens? <laughs> what if that was on the Georgia Guidestones? Would you then decide that being kind to cute puppies and kittens was bad? That it was part of an evil agenda? Some people would, because they've lost the ability to analyze every issue on its own merits. It just comes down to that team evil, me disagree with them. That team good, me agree with them. That's what it comes down to. It's phenomenal to me. I am surrounded by children in adult bodies. That's what's going on here. Tribal creatures. Yes. We can't hang out with you because the leader of our group doesn't like you anymore. What? Well, I'm just... What are you talking about? Well, that's that's just... The, that's the tribal politics of the playground, isn't it? Some people never grow out of that, folks. God love them, God bless them. God love them, God bless them. And I was saying years ago that the idea of owning nothing and being happy sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Now, of course, you can come back and say, yeah, but JLB, their plan is for us to own nothing, but we won't be happy. Would you support that? And my answer is, no, of course, I wouldn't support that. I'm trying to take things right back to this. Let's start from the beginning. Conceptually, do I support the idea of being happy? Yes, that's the main thing that I want. I just want to be happy. I want other people to be happy. I tend to be my most happy when I'm around other happy people. So I've got my own vested interest in other people being happy. So that's the main thing I want is people to be happy. Every one of you watching this or listening, I want you to be happy. And I want me to be happy. Okay? That's what I want. That's the main thing I want. That's the main thing I want. People, Other people say, I want peace. Or I want the truth. And I'm like, well, that's great. You know what I want? I want to be happy. That's what I want. Okay? That's the main thing I want. And so, if the World Economic Forum is proposing that people own nothing and be happy, I very much doubt that 
they'll ever make the masses truly happy. I doubt it. But as a concept, if I could own nothing and be happy, I would sign up immediately. Mind you, it's easy for me to say that because I already own practically nothing. All right. The most expensive thing I own is this computer and it's six years old and I probably, I probably wouldn't get a hundred level for it. So that is to say that I already practically own nothing and I'm not really that happy. So to go from this to owning nothing and being happy would be a massive uh, step up in my lifestyle, wouldn't it? Now, a lot of you are probably thinking, oh, well, see, that's a problem, JLB. You're not really happy, but I am. And if you are happy, I'm glad to hear it. But if people are really happy, why are they sitting around complaining about walkable cities? That's the kind of thing you complain about when deep down you are bitter, jaded, depressed, pessimistic, melancholic, and looking for something to suck about, which is most of the so-called truth community. Yes. Please don't get mad at me. Okay? Pray emoticon. You know when you press like control full stop and then press P and it comes up with a pray emoticon and then you click on that? I'm doing that right now. Please don't get mad at me, folks. If anything I say makes you mad, then maybe you're not quite as happy as you would try to have me believe. Just putting that there as an idea. You didn't come here not to be challenged, did you, folks? Don't tell me you just tuned in to have someone tell you what you already know. Don't tell me that's what you came here for. Because you know I'm John LeBon. And what have I been doing for eight years now? Almost nine years, in fact. I've been challenging what I think I know. I've been challenging my beliefs. And, hopefully, also encouraging other people to challenge their beliefs as well. And encouraging them to challenge me. And that's exactly what Old Mate has done here. Big Lentil on the Conspiracy No Pole subreddit. He's challenged everybody on that sub by throwing a massive curveball. And what a terrific conversation it generated. So if you like conversations that do challenge some of the pre-existing mantras of this truth thing that we're all in, then this is the place you want to be. Conspiracy No Pulse subreddit. You can browse it without an account. If you want to post, just register a free account at Reddit. All you need is an email address and then you're good to go. Start posting away 60,000 subscribers on that subreddit and growing by the week. Yes, indeed. Lots of different conversations. In fact, one thing I like to do here at the Conspiracy No Poll Review, this is, of course, episode number six, is go through some of the most popular topics from the week. So what have been the most popular topics on Conspiracy No Poll this week? Well, the top topic, as you can see, is the conspiracy of the 15-minute city. Conspiracy. The meta-conspiracy. Within 12 hours, that had already risen to the top of that uh, subreddit. The second, the second one on the front page... The title is, so of course, for those of you listening, I'm sure you already know this, the way that a subreddit is set out is that you have all the different threads, which you can call posts or submissions, whatever you want to call them. They're all set out from most popular at this point in time through to right through to the end of the subreddit's life, basically. And it's all done through upvotes and downvotes and comment algorithms, what have you, but you get the general idea. So the top one is about the thread that we've been looking at so far today. The second top thread now, this one's very dicey-dicey. Does weed really make people docile and unmotivated? I was expecting to see a lot of people downvote the OP and say nasty things about the OP and post along the lines of, Nuh-uh, weed's totally harmless, it's alcohol is the problem. Or something like, Nuh-uh, you can't get addicted to weed. Or, Nuh-uh, people are just already demotivated. And that's why when they smoke weed they're not doing anything, but... They would have been demotivated without the weed anyway. That's what I expected to see, lots of. But I didn't. I saw a lot of people in that uh, comment thread saying that even though they smoke weed themselves, or they did in the past, they do believe that it can have a demotivating effect on people. 
I was very pleasantly surprised. The quality of conversation on that subreddit is far and above anything else that I've found so far on the internet. Seriously, I'm not joking. The, the quality of conversation is just terrific, or at least it has been lately. That's not to say it's all perfect, but it really is terrific. The quality and uh, the number of comments and the way that people interact, the detailed thoughts, it really is marvelous. So any of you who are hearing this or watching this and you're a regular commenter on Conspiracy Napole, thank you for being there. Thank you for helping to make the sub what it is. It's nice to have a place to go where people share their thoughts, challenge each other's thoughts, provide their links, their evidence, their ideas. It really is wonderful. So the third is YouTube view counts don't add up. That's a third top uh, submission on the Conspiracy Napole subreddit. The fourth is uh, modern fruits and fruit-based products good for you because, you know, there's a theory that what we're eating, these different bananas, oranges, asparagus, cauliflowers, they basically have been bred, some might even say genetically modified, to be the way that they are, and maybe they're not as natural as we've been led to believe. Some people think that. The next one is Antarctica. Sorry, we're closed. Oh, yes. A little bit of flat earth going on in there, I suspect. Then there's a thread by... My truth uncle, Crazy Dave J. The idea of today's black versus white dialectic, Sodom and Gomorrah, BLM run cities. Oh boy. The next one. What evidence has convinced you that Earth is a globe? Almost 200 comments on that one. You know what? I'm tempted. Even though this particular stream isn't about that topic, I'm tempted. Let's just go and see what's the top, what's the top reply. The top replies from someone called Entanglement Entropy, who says, If water always finds its level, how do you explain that at a given time there's a high tide at some places and low tides at other? Why is there such a thing as tides on a flat stationary earth? That's a very good question. So obviously the OP was putting forward the flat earth idea and they used the old water always finds its level, you know, argument or, um, you know, claim. Oh boy, and this, this person just pointed out, if that's the case, how come there's tides? Now, what is the reply to that question? I don't see any decent reply to that. Oh, here we go. Um, nope, nope. The OP doesn't come back and reply to it. Hmm, what a surprise. What's the next reply? Deter sad, deter sad says, moon is round, Venus is round, why should Earth be flat? Okay, that's a terrible argument in support of globe Earth. That's the funny thing. You see some terrible arguments for flat Earth. You see some terrible arguments for the ball Earth. So few of these people ever stop the question, how do we know the Earth has a shape? What? Of course the Earth has a shape, J-O-B. It has to. Why does the Earth have to have a shape? Well, because it just does. Yeah, why though? Because it's the... Just does. <laughs> I'm dealing with morons, man. Why am I doing this? Why are you putting yourself through this, man? Sorry, folks. I said the quiet part out loud. All right, let's get back to the live stream chat. Yeah, yeah, boy. What else is going on here? Where's the live stream chat? We're coming towards a two-hour mark. Have I lost? Where's the live stream chat? Are we still going? Are we still live? Yeah, we're still live. Where's that thing where I'm meant to be able to see people's comments? Aha, here it is. Alrighty, let's go and take a look at the comments. Still 50 people watching live. Ah, so we only lost 20 people when I was mocking the people who fell for the uh, 
the 15-minute city conspiracy. I only lost 20 people. That's not bad. And some of them might come back next week. They'll go away. They'll be a bit mad at me right now. But some of them will think to themselves, yeah, you know what? Probably did fall for a, a distraction, actually. Probably did fall for a, a fake conspiracy meme. JLB was probably right. He's not so bad. And they'll come back. They'll, they'll forgive me. A lot of, some of them won't, though. Their ego will be so, uh, what's the word? Bruised. Their ego was so bruised from, from what I just said a moment ago that they're going to hate me now. Possibly forever. That's a great show. Alrighty. Let's go back to live stream chat. Yeah, yeah, boy. JT33 says some guy ate a bat in China. You know what? Why don't we just play one more little song? Why don't we? Let's play. I, I can't help myself, folks. I've got to do it. This one comes to us from Gully Squad. This is an original. This is from 2020. It's called Some Guy Ate a Bat in China. Crushing New Laws. Crushing new laws on things as simple as uh, stopping to have a coffee or sitting in a park caught a lot of people by surprise. Oh yeah, oh boy, this shit bang Some guy ate a bat in China, and he can't go out at night. Some guy ate a bat in China, and he got no human rights. Someone ate a bat in China in a cave, now you're human slave. Some guy ate a bat in China, so now the pharmaceutical companies get paid. Some bat in China, lock off the whole world, change things, rearrange it, or so we're told. Like the world's under a spell. Beginning of hell, yo, yeah. Any sci-fi movies I've seen. New world order. Seen it. Decrees cascading Running it. President Trump's pen. Any horror movie that I've been. And the rest of the world now figuring out. Screams for running it. Oh boy, this oh boy. Cause things change, rearrange. And get strange. Some guy ate a bat in China. Now I can't get any toilet paper? Yeah. Crushing new laws on things as simple as uh, stopping to have a coffee or... Better stay home and watch the TV. Better stay home. Don't visit the family. Some guy ate a bat in China. So now my girlfriend don't want to give me vagina. Everything's changed, rearranged. A whole world gone strange, yeah. Some guy ate a bat in China. Yeah. Someone from China ate a bat. And- that one takes me back. Some guy ate a bat in China. Gully Squad, man. If you ever see this or hear this, I know I've said this to you a million times, but that was genius. That was absolute genius. Very well done. Goodness gracious me. All right, let's go back to the live stream chat. Thank you, JT33, for the reminder. That little trip down memory lane. Let's see, who else we got here in the live stream chat? Lots of people. Lots of people. Linda Curtis says, My daughter has a hybrid that charges battery, and when it's low, it switches to gas. No electric needed. Hmm, very interesting. The old hybrid, I believe they're called, yes. 
Evolvement says, is there enough electricity if everyone had an electric car? I've heard the theory that the the electric grid couldn't actually produce or couldn't deliver enough electricity if everyone did have an electric car. I've heard that idea. I haven't sat down and tried to check the, the maths on that. But I have heard the theory. Who else we got in here? Auditioning, sorry, Auditing Estonia says... But if you live in a city that plans to go 15-minute city and you have a car in your own parking space and they no longer want to let cars in or out of the zone, then what? Well, that would be a problem, hypothetically, wouldn't it? Yes, indeed. I wouldn't put it past them either. Eventually, anyway. Almaster says, if you live in Europe, you already live in mostly 15-minute cities. By the way, why there is cities on the sign instead of cities, even I know that is an error. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Did they intentionally give these people, these like fake protesters, um, banners or uh, placards with spelling errors to make them look stupid? I wouldn't put it past them, folks. I wouldn't put anything past these people. Anything. Who else is in there? Sorry for the dead air here, folks. Just going through the live stream chat. Plenty of people watching from all around the world. Here at JohnLeBond.com YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, boy. Almaster says, if you think about having nothing equals if we will take into consideration the debt that people quote-unquote have, or rather it has them, most people already own nothing. Banks own stuff and just rent it. ATBAFE says, make sure to click on live chat, people. If you want to see all of the chat, the default setting, top chat, censors many comments out. I didn't know that. Jay Prez says, what about the possibility that facial recognition and fines may be used in the 15-minute city? Do you believe the videos from China of people having their faces scanned to jump on the bus? That's a very good question. I don't know about what's happening in China. I would love to go there one day and see for myself. I wouldn't be surprised if the footage that we're shown of China, you know, the, um, the computer screens that have like those little green or red boxes tracking people's faces and what have you, you know, all across the city. I wouldn't be surprised if they are real. I wouldn't be surprised if they are fake either. But let's just say that they're real. Is that coming to a city near you in Australia or America? I think it is, yeah. I think it is. I think it's only a matter of time until everything is tracked from these cameras that are all over the cities. And uh, yeah, I think that's just a matter of time. So do you believe that people will have their faces scanned to jump on the bus? Yeah. Your face to jump on the bus... Uh, they'll scan your face or your eyes to get a, a bottle of water from a vending machine. Probably eventually to open like different buildings, like gov- like the doors to a government building or what have you. I mean, it's all, I think that's all eventually coming, yeah. Whether you have 15-minute walkable cities or not, I think that's coming. Yeah, I think that's all, only a matter of time, man. I remember when I was in, I was in Kuala Lumpur in 2020. This is in Malaysia when the lockdowns. And all the nonsense was going on. And to get into a shopping mall, which is where I like to go because my favorite cafe was inside the shopping mall. I like to sit at my laptop and I can sit at the laptop at home, but I like to just get out of the house and go to cafes and what have you. It's much nicer. So to get into, this is after the lockdowns when they reopened the mall. To get in, you had to line up and go through this uh, machine, or like this um, system they had, where it had a camera, a thermal camera, that could detect your body temperature. And if your temperature was above a certain uh, temperature, get this, 
They didn't tell you to go home. They just told you to wait until your body temperature came down. It was so ridiculous. The whole thing was just farcical. But yeah, so on that, you could also see if like once you walked past and got in, you could look back at the screen that the security or the police, whoever they were who were running it, that they were looking at. And it was doing the green face on the, the green square on the faces thing. Now, this was just a trial run. They eventually got rid of that as far as I know, but obviously I'm not in Malaysia anymore. But um, and, and from what I remember, I think they got rid of it even before I left. I can't remember now. But the point is, yeah, like, that might have just been a little taste test and then in 10 years it becomes the norm or what have you. The point is, I think we all know that's coming, don't we? Like, we all know that's coming. But does that depend on a 15-minute city? Like, my, my point is simply, maybe I've made this clear enough. The idea of people being able to walk 15 minutes or less to go and get their food or to go and meet up with their friends or to go to the dentist if they need a checkup on a tooth or something or to go and buy an Ethernet cable, whatever the case is, that to me seems like an obviously good thing. Like, obviously... Now, if people say, oh, yeah, but it's being supported by the web, so what? If the web came out and supported people drinking at least a litre of water a day, would you suddenly just stop drinking water? Seriously, folks, this has gotten out of hands. Now, I'm not suggesting that that's what Jay Prez is suggesting. I know that Jay Prez is a very intelligent individual. I'm just thinking through what I was saying earlier about how this idea of people being against something, why? Why are people against it? Now, if someone says to me, yeah, but JLB, I'm against the facial recognition, fine. That doesn't mean you have to be against 15-minute cities. Does it? I mean, does it? Tell me. I'm, I'm, I'm all ears, folks. I'm all ears. So what I wanted to do, folks, was talk about how there are these articles about the conspiracy theory. Like this guy, who I used, I used this image. This is from abc.net.au. This guy holding a placard saying, The 15-minute WEF ghettos are not about climate. It's tyrannical control. And this is from an article... In the ABC, this is ABC Australia from Feb 26, so just two days ago, saying, what is the 15-minute city conspiracy theory? I was going to read that, but time's gotten away from us. I was going to read this one from BBC News about some thousand-person protest against traffic schemes. This is from 18 February. So one of the points I was trying to make is that this is all a relatively uh, new you know, conspiracy flavor of the month. And uh, here's another article from SBS News. But I think you guys all get the idea. You all know what I'm talking about. So we can just get rid of all of this. We can get off the Wikipedia page. The people were welding doors shut. Goodness gracious me. Some guy ate a bat in China. Ab the fakeologist, my truth uncle Ab. I'm a big fan of his. Uh, so when I mentioned earlier that whole thing about when he and I and Tim Osmond were talking about the Georgia Guidestones, and I was making the point that like, some of what is on the Georgia Guidestones is not bad ideas, folks. Let's go... Let's go take a look at what was written there. Let me read out to you, dear uh, readers and listeners and viewers all around the world, here for the Conspiracy No Poll Review. Let me read to you what was written on those things before they were destroyed, right? And you tell me which one of these things you think is evil or bad or nefarious. Number one, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Well, if you believe the population is currently over that, you might think it's bad because they're going to try and kill people off or sterilize them. Fair enough. I'll give you that one. Number two, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Well, isn't that a good thing if reproduction is guided wisely? Isn't that a good thing? Like, how is that a bad thing? Like, seriously. What you want... I mean, I don't know where you guys... What kind of neighborhood you guys grew up in, but I grew up in a 
when I say a rough neighborhood, because Australian Australian cities don't really have rough neighborhoods like they do in um, England and America. Like it's not not rough. Like you don't see people getting shot. Put it that way. But you do see a lot of people at the very low end of the socioeconomic spectrum, if I can put it that way. And a lot of those people, do I think it's a good thing if they bring more people into the world? Like, they've already got four kids who, they're not even, like, I'm talking people in, in the, the estate where I grew up. Just down the road from me, there was one woman, and she had four kids to four different dads. The, old, the classic story. Just getting money from the government. She didn't even feed her own kids. These poor, skinny, little, malnourished kids running around. Did she need to be reproducing anymore? No, she didn't. Am I still allowed to say that? Am I, have, I, have I been cancelled yet? Are they, they going to cancel me? I don't think they're going to cancel me for saying that. I hope not. Unite humanity with a living new language. Well, some people might have a problem with that because of the Tower of Babel. Four, rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Yeah, how is tempered reason a bad thing? Protect people and nations with fair laws and just cause. So you see, folks, you go through this Georgia Guidestones list. A lot of this makes sense to me. Oh, but it's on the Georgia Guidestones, so it must be... Do you see what I'm trying to say, folks? I really think a lot of the broader conspiracy realm is full of simple people. Oh, boy, my diplomacy filters still work, and even after two hours... One o'clock in the morning, I'm still... The diplomacy filter's still working a little bit. I'm not saying what I really think. Not saying... I'm, I'm saying it, but I'm saying it in very diplomatic terms. I'm not saying the words that first come to mind. Well, Joe, be well. If the Guidestone says that we should guide reproduction wisely, then maybe it's better if reproduction isn't guided wisely after all. We're in a lot of trouble, folks. We're in a lot of trouble. Now, I did want to read the comments that were left. A big thanks to Hando, Chris Langton, and Mass, and also to Ravi, who left a comment on the last uh, the last few episodes of the Conspiracy No Poll review. I will read out your comments and respond to them in the next episode. I will try my best. We have run out of time on this occasion, but thanks to all the people who do leave comments at JohnTheBond.com on these episodes. Also, thanks to the people who leave their comments on YouTube, on the archive of the live stream. You can comment on this just like any regular YouTube video. Thanks to you guys. I will be reading out your comments in a future episode as well. And thanks to those of you who have sent through your private correspondence about these, uh, this series. Just a few of you, but you know who you are. I do appreciate that. The feedback so far has been terrific. Why don't we go back and just take a look, now that we're coming towards the end of this episode, at, at crazy Kate Lanebrook. Now, guys, I showed you Crazy Kate at the beginning. How many of you, if you're being honest, either yourself or some of the other awake people, conspiracy people, whatever, can you see how this caricature of a conspiracy theorist kind of does apply to people who are talking about this 15-minute conspiracy? Like, let's see the clip again. And you tell me in the live stream chat, can you see the point I'm making? Do you see maybe I'm onto something? Can you kind of see that this caricature, a lot of people are playing into the stereotype because they've kind of been hoodwinked. You tell me. Let's and take a look at this. parts of Sydney are all aiming to become 15 or 20-minute cities. Brisbane's West End already qualifies. Many Australian cities face a challenge of how to create community, how to build walkable suburbs really quickly so that they are as livable and as enjoyable as inner city areas. Mmm. 
you know I love a conspiracy oh, theory. Yeah, you do. do you buy into this one? Um, well, I don't know about you, but I have been locked down by governments recently. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I, it's kind of an easy thing to go, oh, conspiracy theorists. However, let us just remember that this, that in the 1600s, mm. a guy called Galileo was put in jail and I think died in jail because he said the earth went around the sun. Oh, well, yes. that's that then. Okay, because that at the time was considered to be heresy and now we know it to be the truth. Yeah, but that's not a conspiracy. It was then, Wally. What was the conspiracy? The conspiracy was that what he believed was wrong, what he was telling people was wrong. Right, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. so... But that's not... Okay, I feel I like I, it's a slightly different like, argument. I just feel increasingly like there's a battle for control of yeah. people, clearly. Yeah. Everywhere you go, there are cameras. Everywhere you go, I just think... I don't think conspiracy theorists in some cases are that crazy. But the thing the about robot birds thing's pretty crazy, though, isn't it? All <laughs> birds, robot. I don't know, I I don't know about all real. of them, Sarah, but <laughs> but I do know birds have got tiny little brains, <laughs> capable of anything, wow. easily influenced, like the sheep. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> Too far. I guess the no. case has been made. But don't you think that's just like? You, do you well, understand people why people feel edge. that? Yeah, yeah. I, get the, I, I get the idea control. that people are losing. I'm putting to you the crazy Kate Lanebrook over here. I'm putting to you that anyone who has got sucked into this 15-minute city conspiracy, posting about it, commenting about it, as though it's some bad thing, they're a lot closer to this crazy Kate Lanebrook than they want to realize. Now, you, that's not to say they have to be that way. They could say, you know what? I did get sucked into the hive mind, the group think. And... Um, Maybe there's nothing wrong with a 15-minute walking city. However, I still have issues with, uh, in the future, maybe they are going to partition cities and, and use freeways to lock people down, and they are going to track people. I've got these other concerns, and, and I, I stick by them. However, the idea of being able to walk to go and buy stuff you need, maybe there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe some people will reflect on what they've been saying or doing for the last couple of weeks and realize that they kind of got sucked into it. There's nothing wrong with that. We all make mistakes. We all get sucked into hive minds and group things every now and then and they can uh, walk back from some of the nonsense they've been saying over the past couple of weeks. Maybe. Maybe. Or they can double down. They can accuse me of being paid out by the, uh, paid for by the World Economic Forum or by Klaus Schwab or of being a Mossad plant who was put here and for the last nine years I've been pretending to be a real um, truth YouTuber but in fact it was part of a long-term plot all along and now I've finally been um, sent a cable to be told, listen, bro, now's the time to flip the script and, and promote the, the World Economic Forum agenda. You could do that if you wanted to. You can, you can come back and say to me that, no, being able to walk 15 minutes is part of the conspiracy. They, they want you walking. It's all a conspiracy for big shoe. You can say whatever you like in the live stream chat comments and in the comments, both at Conspiracy No Poll and underneath this video as well. So, with all of that said, it is time to wrap it up. I'll just read out your comments and questions just to uh, finish off the show one final time. Thanks once again to everybody who came out for the show. We had about 70 people at the peak before I offended a few people by comparing them to crazy Kate Lanebrook. Yes, indeed. True Niece says, Weed makes me, as in, I think, himself, Pretty lazy and docile. ATBAFE says, are you a high-energy person when sober? Ms. L says, depends on the strain, but I'm mostly lazy when I smoke. I'm pretty lazy these days anyway. 
Nathan Oakley says, what is OP? It's the original post. So this this thread that we've been looking at here, sorry, I shouldn't be laughing. Maybe the question is genuine. Let's go back to this. Every one of these is an original original post. So for instance, the one we were looking at today, the original post was by Big Lentil, and he was talking about the conspiracy of the 15-minute conspiracy. All of this, everything he wrote is the OP. Or you can refer to Big Lentil himself as the OP. Original post slash original poster. OP is referring either to the person who wrote it or to what they wrote or to both. And uh, that's a big part of the, the Reddit experience, which I recommend you go and check out. Reddit conspiracy no poll. Link in the info box below. Yeah, yeah, boy. Okay, so it looks like when I started talking about that thread about weed... All that did was get everyone talking about drugs. People love drugs. Rob Files asks, is that JLB dancing? Yeah, that song, um, Some Guy Debate in China. I did release a, uh, a film, a music clip to that, and it uh, featured me doing some dancing when I was stuck in a freaking studio apartment in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Beautiful Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. And going just a little bit crazy. Alright, lots of people here in the live stream chat. Guys, I'm sorry I couldn't read every comments. I'm also sorry to all the people who did leave excellent comments on the conspiracy no poll uh, Reddit thread in question. I actually left my own comment that I was going to read, but I have I don't even have time to read my own comment. I wanted to read more people's comments. I will try and make more of an effort going forward to read more of the comments from the uh, conspiracy no poll thread in question because of course that's the idea every week we look at a new conspiracy no poll thread and next week we might be looking at your thread you might go along to conspiracy no poll ask a question or make an observation or post a link to some video that you think is informative or what have you and that might become the thread that i choose to make next week's no poll review about so you might get involved in the conversation you might even have your work be featured on next week's show of course we start the show at 11 p.m plovdiv time on a tuesday that's 4 p.m U.S. Eastern Time. So if you're in New York or anywhere on that time zone, 4 p.m. Tuesday afternoon. In Australia, it's Wednesday morning, 8 o'clock, if you're on the Eastern... Well, I should say, if you're in the Eastern Daylight Time. I was going to say Eastern Seaboard, but Brisbane is still an hour behind. So it'll be 7 a.m. in the morning if you're in Brisbane. So it's Wednesday morning, Australia. It is Tuesday afternoon, U.S. And we are six episodes through a 12-episode season. At the end of this season, we will reevaluate what is the best path going forward with the show. The feedback has been terrific. The live stream comments and chats, I've enjoyed all of that as well. There's too much for me to read the whole lot out. We've been getting good numbers to these things, and numbers go up every week. So I'm very happy with the season so far. We're halfway through. So another half of the season to go, and you can help make it better by being here for the live stream chat or leaving your comments on delay. I will read out your comments next week on delay from this episode and from previous episodes as well. And, uh, well, Rob File says, where did you grow up, John? Doveton. No, uh, a little bit further southeast than Doveton, but we played in the same football league as Doveton. So I'll give you a hint. It was further southeast than Doveton, though. And um, the, the suburb that I grew up in had a slightly less bad reputation than Doveton. Only slightly. Only slightly. Man, so many comments. I can't read them all out. I want to say thanks to everybody. Jay Press says, good chat. Thanks, mate. Thanks to you, Jay Press. Thanks to all the people who support what we do here at JohnTheBond.com and the Conspiracy No Poll Review. If you are a member of JohnTheBond.com, thank you for the support. If you're not a member, unfortunately, you can't join. Membership is closed. 
That might change in the future, but for now, that is the case. But you don't need to be a member of JohnTheBond.com to enjoy what we're doing at Conspiracy No Poll. That's open to everybody. It's a subreddit. I think you'll enjoy it. Check the links in the info box below. Thanks once again to everybody for the live stream chat comments, for the comments on delay, and for contributing to Conspiracy No Poll and making the discussion as good as it is. Let's go out with a... Ooh, you know what? Let's go out with a clip. What do I feel like going out with today? I should have thought of this before I started doing my wrapping up. Hmm... I'm going to play a clip. You won't be able to see it, but you'll be able to hear it. This is one that I found recently because I'm still adding to my um, my special effects. I've got a whole folder for special effects to use on my videos and my podcasts and what have you. And I found this one the other day. I have to give you the context, otherwise it'll make no sense. There's this dude, he's a YouTuber, and he he goes to different countries and... He live streamed himself mixing with the locals and trying to pick up chicks or whatever. He's a strange dude. I think he's he's from England, but I think his parents are from somewhere in Africa. I don't know. Very strange dude. Anyway, he went to Ghana recently and he apparently got in some trouble. Although me being who I am, I auto-hosted naturally. But a lot of his supporters, most of them, I think, believe or believed it was real. They tried to help him. He got stuck in a container when some people caught him trespassing. They locked him in a container. So I want to play this clip for you right now. This is a one-minute clip from the live stream. And I found the live stream. Someone posted about it on a message board. And um, they just posted the 10-minute clip. I, de- I tracked down the full live stream. And the whole thing was bizarre. So let me see if I can find this. Here it is. This is one minute. You won't be able to see it. But this is coming from a guy who's in the dark, who has been locked in a container <laughs> in uh, in Ghana, and um, yeah, it's quite. It's look. I'm not giving enough context. You probably think I'm a bad guy for finding this funny, but if you look into it, you'll you'll see why I find it so funny. But since I took the time to clip this, let's play. This is a one minute clip. This has been Feb 28, 2023. Charlie comes here from beautiful Plovdiv, Bulgaria. Episode six of the Conspiracy No Pole Review. Thanks to everybody who makes this possible. See you next week. And here is some guy who's been locked in a container. People get burnt alive here, man. What the f- They have got waiting music in the police. This is f- the boy country, bro. They've got waiting music at the police, homie. What the f- This is Africa, man. That's why it was on the f- right. Is this death music or is this the police f- waiting to help me? Hello. Hello, stupid Ghana police. Yes, please. How may I help you? I need help. How may I help you? You need to help me. I am, uh, uh, I'm, I'm locked in here. Some, some stupid container. Uh, like some. Bo- what? I'm being locked in a container. You've been locked in a container. Yes. Where exactly? It's close to Malam. What exactly happened? It's like some boys. They locked me in a container and they left. I don't know. They speak some stupid African. It's some barber shop. They saw I had an iPhone. Shop. Yes, they saw I had an iPhone. They saw. Please let me finish. Please one second. I was in a barber shop. There were some boys. They saw that I had like uh, uh, an iPhone. They saw that I was speaking uh, 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 good English. They thought I had money, and they locked me in a the container. They beat me, and then they locked me in a the container. How dare you!